Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nita, and this is a podcast where we talk about something either you or I or both of us want to talk about. This week, I want to talk about consumerism, a little bit about brand loyalty. It is the end of the year, so here in America, it is our biggest consumerist brand buying season. I feel like that's probably true all across the world since this tends to be the time of year that people are trying to, you know, balance their checkbooks and everything, whatever. So brands especially and companies are trying to make the most money they can before the end of the year. And I think this is when we do most of our shopping because on top of that, it's when we have the largest concentration of holidays starting I guess almost with Halloween going all the way to New Year's. So we have like Halloween, Diwali, Memorial Day, I think. And then Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and New Year's. Like there's a lot of holidays. There are even more on top of that that I'm kind of missing. And on top of that, people will add things, meet up with people they haven't seen all year. So this is a big time for consumer spending. On top of that, we have Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which weren't really big this year because it seems like they've been trying to have deals basically since the mid-October time where companies are kind of just giving you like a little bit off to try to get you to buy things, especially because you might need them if you're going to a holiday gathering that has presents or gifts in it. So this time of year is when we typically talk about all that. And I just wanted to talk a little about consumerism, some of the things that I've seen this year specifically. Obviously, as with most things, an unhinged warning. I'm an engineer. I don't work in analytics or finance or any of the sectors that are probably related to the thing I'm going to talk about. But I do have opinions. And a lot of people on the internet have opinions. So if you're going to listen to one that doesn't you know, have any credibility, you might as well listen to this one because I do shop for things. So that's the kind of point of view I'm going to take. So one of the things I've been thinking about this year, as last year I didn't spend much money, as I'm sure a lot of us did not, when we were at home, you know, for over a year and a half and still should be social distancing and wearing masks. And also please get vaccinated, everybody. If you need any help, let me know. You know, this year has been the first year in a while I've had my own disposable income and enough time and also celebrations are happening that I can buy people gifts. And one of the things I've realized is that this time of year is really driven by consumerism. Like usually throughout the year, I think there are sales and like they try to get you to buy things that you don't really need, um, but you want or things that you don't want, but you need all of the time. But this time of year specifically is very filled with targeted ads and targeted sales to try to get people to buy things for that holiday season. And one thing I've noticed this year especially, I don't think it was centered as much around Black Friday and Cyber Monday as it used to be. I think a lot of companies were trying to get people to shop a little earlier than that just because of the supply chain constraints that we keep hearing about and the fact that it's getting harder and harder to get things to people because we are shopping more. But I feel like throughout the years, this year especially, I haven't seen as much advertising for sales and companies. It might also be because my venues for how I take in media have changed throughout the years. Like obviously as a child, I was watching a lot of TV at home. And when you watch TV at home, there are ads on cable 
like every 15 minutes. So they're definitely always trying to sell you something. I'm sure everyone grew up seeing the like moon shoes and the the like rip off Beyblades and like the ShamWow and everything. Like on top of that, there were like Lego advertisements, McDonald's advertisements. Like it was very clear that they knew the audience they were targeting when they put out advertisements. And now I don't watch TV, kind of switched to computers, and now we have ad blockers on computers. So I only really see ads before YouTube videos if I'm watching a YouTube video, or I will see ads on TikTok. Because as you all have seen this year, I spend a ridiculous amount of time on TikTok. I don't have a problem, I promise. But most of that is not as targeted and not as strong as I think it can be. I remember a couple of years ago before I had an ad blocker, I think a lot of companies were good at mining my data and spying on what I was looking at and would just basically give me the same thing I was shopping for in like an ad. So I always buy Nike shoes. So I would get like Nike advertisements immediately after looking at shoes online, stuff like that. And now I feel like a lot of it is People trying to sell me insurance, which I already have insurance, so that's kind of annoying. Though the Liberty Mutual commercials are kind of interesting, I guess. And a lot of Walmart commercials. Uh, Not for, like, sales, but just, like, to go to Walmart. And that's, I guess, interesting. But I haven't been seeing a lot of advertisements for me to buy things unless I am actively searching for them. I guess it also helps that emails are filtered now. So in Gmail, we have like the forum promoted and like primary boxes. So if I ever go to my promoted folder, I'm doing it right now, I will see a bunch of emails from brands that I like. And it's because I shop on their website. So I sign up for their emails. But most of the emails I'm getting are not that great. And I don't know if that's because... They're spreading out their deals more. Maybe I miss them, but just running through this, and I also have a lot of brand loyalty, so you'll see a lot of the same. You'll hear me talk about a lot of the same brands over and over again, but like Skullcandy only has 30% off their site today. It's probably had it for like the last week. Let's see. Groupon still has 25% off stuff, but specifically for Black Friday doorbusters, which is just... Like Black Friday was like a week and a half ago. So I don't really understand why they still have that up. We have Gap Factory has sale styles up to 70% off and they ship free. Blick Art Materials has save on colorful gifts. So like I'm, I'm scrolling down and besides those two, a lot of them are just like, hey, look, you can come buy these things from us. Not a lot of it is like, oh, look, we have things on sale for you, which is just wild to me because I feel like when I was a kid every single ad was like everything is on sale right now come buy it please because Black Friday literally was the day that companies would go from the red to the black and actually make a profit and I'm not sure if that's how the industry is now if they instead spread out their sales or maybe don't compete for the same day for you to buy everything Or maybe because we're online more and shopping more, they don't have to do that. Maybe online consumerism has really changed that. But it was fascinating to me that I feel like I don't get as many ads, and specifically I don't get targeted ads unless I request them. And with those brands that I requested, they're only brands that I am like specifically loyal to. So I'm not going to see 
like competitor brands either. It's just the ones that I like, which kind of got me on thinking about brand loyalty and just like brand attachment. I don't know if anyone else has been thinking about this recently. A lot of like my wardrobe and like the things I buy like in my kitchen and like how I feel about like furniture and stuff, it, it all has a certain connotation to it and there's a certain type of thing I like. And there are only so many brands that I feel like make those types of things. So I started thinking about brand loyalty and like why I like certain brands and why I'm attached to certain brands. For example, I only buy Levi jeans. Like there are so many brands in the world for jeans, but I am very set. I've been wearing Levi jeans, I think, since I was like 13, which is wild. That's more than half of my life. But I'm very set that that is my jeans brand and I am not changing. And I always wondered, like, I, I do that with a lot. I don't know if anyone else does that. I have a specific brand of plates that I like that I'm like, these are the plates that I like. I'm sure other people like fancier plates, but I like these plates and I want to buy them from this brand and I like my jeans from a specific brand and I also have a lot of opinions about furniture, but I own garbage furniture right now because I live in an apartment and did not plan to own this furniture for like long periods of time, but there are like types of furniture I like that I would buy versus like I would not like, you know, buy furniture I don't like. But it occurred to me that a lot of that has to do with like brand loyalty and brand attachment. And I was just thinking and wondering like why we get attached to brands, why we have loyalty towards them. And I always, you know, I presume at least a little bit of it is having a good experience with something will make you want to go back and do it again or have it again. Or if it like aligns with your values, that's something you're really going to like as well. And I started looking a little into what brand attachment is because we all know brand loyalty. People say they're loyal to a specific brand. Apparently, brand attachment actually has to do with emotions in play. And specifically, there's an article I'm going to link from meltwater.com that says there are three elements described as going into forming a brand attachment. The first is affection. They got me with their name or something that I really like about them. I think it's cute. I think it's warming, comforting, whatever. Two is a connection of some sort. So maybe the brand practices sustainable practices. Maybe they give to an organization that you like, something like that. And three is passion. So maybe your favorite type of something is there or maybe, you know, if it's like a food thing, oh, it's like my favorite flavor, you know, stuff like that. So they say when these three emotions are in play, it's likely that you have brand attachment which indirectly means that the brand has a strong influence on you, which I find very interesting because a lot of times I have thought about rather than, you know, me having an influence on the brand, the brand has an influence on me. That's always the way I've thought of it is like the things that I buy have an influence on me rather than me having an influence on them. But I think um, the example that they gave was like Ben and Jerry's in this article. And Ben and Jerry's is... Um, <laughs> specifically Ben and Jerry, the CEOs who have gone to jail for their beliefs, um, for protesting, like they have a very strong brand and their, I guess, connection with you is their ethics and the way they view the world and what they want the world to be. And that makes people loyal to them, have more than brand loyalty, a brand attachment. 
it may also have your favorite flavor. Like you might, Ben and Jerry's pints, out of all the pints, might be your favorite pints. You know, you might really love the like center, like cheesecake cores with like the chocolate ice cream on the outside. But you can also have that, I guess, attachment because of their like goals and wants, which I found really fascinating because when thinking about the brands that I like, there's specifically one of the things I've been trying to do in the past couple of years is move more towards sustainability um, and less buying fast fashion in the sense that I have always held my clothes for a very long time, um, which is good. That helps with the fast fashion issue and sustainability. But I have not bought quality clothes a lot um, just because a lot of the accessible clothing that I've had has not been of the highest quality. And I wanted to try to start moving away from that. But I also wanted to see uh, if I could start using brands that kind of did something that I wanted to impact the world with. So I say this because I didn't realize this, but I actually have a lot of brand attachment to the brand that I get my leggings from. It's called Sathva Living. And the reason I started buying from them, I, my first pair of leggings that I bought from them was from a year ago. And I think I only have three or four from their brand, which is all I really need. But they are high quality cotton clothes that specifically this brand works with the seamstresses directly and gives back to the seamstresses and makes sure they work in ethical conditions. And um, especially because they're based in India, that was really important to me. And I didn't realize I had this level of connection with that brand until maybe four or five months ago when I, I bought a pair of joggers from them as well. And I wore them home and my, my brother asked, he was like, hey, I've never seen these before. Are these new? And I was like, yes, they are new. They're from my favorite brand, Southwell Living, for the leggings. And I, I, besides the two times I bought from them, have never gone to this brand again. But I did not realize that I indirectly started talking about them and talking very highly of them. And that is an indirect form of advertising. So in a way, brand attachment helps companies by being a form of advertisement. And that was something that I didn't realize was a part of it because, you know, those are the things that get you talking, the things that you really care about that the company is doing, whether it is, you know, you either really, really love what they make or you really, really love what they do or you really, really love something that it reminds you of. That is brand attachment versus brand loyalty, right? Because I've owned Levi's for literally half my life, but I'm not going to go around preaching that Levi's are my favorite thing in the entire world. That's more brand loyalty than anything because I like the way they make their jeans and I only have to buy them like once every 10 years because they last forever. But I think they could be doing better in, you know, their work for the environment and their work for sustainable and ethical business practices. So I don't feel as attached to say Levi's as I do Sathva, where I get my leggings from. And I did not realize that that was a big part of consumerism and probably, again, I'm an engineer, I don't work in, in advertising, but that's probably part of what advertisers use to build up their brands is this idea that if they're able to get brand attachment from people, that will sell them a lot better. Thinking about it now, once you try a product and once you like it or once you hear that a product does something that you would like to do, I can see how that would increase sales as well. Um, I'm thinking more about things like alternative milk sources and, and 
organic produce, which I think wasn't that big when I was a kid. I don't know how many alternative forms of milk we had, like oat milk, almond milk, et cetera, soy milk um, growing up, or how many organic produce options we had when I was growing up. But now that I'm older, I feel like they're everywhere and they're very ubiquitous and people have very strong affinities towards very specific types of those foods. Like I know somebody who specifically buys organic. So their kid always eats organic and doesn't have any GMOs in their food. And that's a very specific, important thing for them. They're, they want their kid to grow up eating the healthiest things. Um, in their opinion, the healthiest things they can, which is all organic. I also know somebody who is like ride or die oat milk now and will argue to the sun and back that almond milk should not be a thing because almond milk does take more water to make than making oat milk. So I, I guess I never realized that those are also part of this and that brand attachment goes a lot deeper than I thought it did. You know, I was just thinking like, oh, there's a lot of brands that I use and I'm really comfortable with. And this is something that I think is really important. But it's also a level of connection and interest. And my brain is just jumping from like place to place because when you become attached to that brand, it is true you do become an influence on that brand and how the world will view that brand and the people around you, which will make that brand more money. But I keep realizing how much it sinks into all of the facets in my life because not only is it like the clothes you wear, the food you eat, the gas stations you go to. I just realized the gas stations also got a favorite gas station. Bucky's here in Texas has like a whole brand attachment thing. It's so large. It's unnecessarily large. Bucky's is like the size of like a small mall. Like I'm not even kidding, but their bathrooms are so clean, like just wildly clean. And like, that is something that was like the first thing I heard from my coworkers and people have a wild amount of brand loyalty towards a gas station that they probably only go to once every like six months. Cause it's out of the way. But yeah, I, Never realized it goes down to that, to even hobbies. Um, I, I'm not saying like you have loyalty to a type of hobby, but like within hobbies, there can be brands. Um, specifically, I'm thinking about tabletop role-playing games. There's a lot of brand loyalty towards Dungeons and & Dragons. And part of that is they've been one of the longest in the game um, and people like it because they have a connection to it in that somebody introduced it and that's like their first one. And so maybe they like it, maybe. Um, but a lot of people tend to stick with D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, for a very long time before they switch to another one. And they will praise Dungeons and Dragons here and back, no matter what, which I didn't realize is a type of brand attachment. Wild. Well, um, to as we say in meetings, circle back to my point, this holiday season has been a little interesting. I think with the lack of big sales to see like really interesting things to buy, I think brand attachment and brand loyalty is key right now for brands to sell things. And I think they might be leaning on it more as we've spent the last year indoors and marketing has splayed over like six to seven different types of platforms, whether it's phone, cable, uh, billboards, computers, internet, different websites, whatever, 
they have a large amount of places to reach people. And with that, probably their best way to reach people is actually through word of mouth. And I think that's probably something that they are leaning on currently and hoping that one, you need to buy things anyway. And two, if you like something, you'll come back and buy it again. But I guess we will see. As I've said, I'm not in finance marketing or whatever. I'm just here and I just buy things. So that's uh, my thoughts, Um, especially as I'm not buying much this season um, except for things for other people. So fun. Yeah, that's my thoughts on that. That's, uh, That's it for this week. I hope you all have fun if you're currently trying to buy things, um, either in person or online. I hope you find the best of sales. I hope sales exist wherever you are and whatever you are buying. And I hope you are able to get things from brands you are personally emotionally attached to and enjoy them. But that is it for this week. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, funny jokes, ideas for um, different legal pads I can buy, like different colors, because they're all very boring and either yellow or white, message me at 52 underscore bit podcast on Twitter or 52 bit podcast at gmail.com. The 52 in both of those is numeric. And that's all for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, It's been a pleasure. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Stay safe, stay warm, don't get lost, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.